How do we revolutionize cancer care? What innovations can solve global food scarcity? Can the next big leap in drug development come from a place you might not expect? These are the questions that drive us on New Wave, a podcast where curiosity meets life-changing science. In Nova Scotia, a new wave of pioneers are answering these questions, from reimagining how we treat the most daunting diseases to tackling the challenges of feeding a growing planet. Their stories are as inspiring as they are impactful. I'm Taylor McGilvery. Join me as we dive into these extraordinary narratives. We're not just talking about scientific breakthroughs. We're exploring how these advancements touch lives, reshape communities, and pave the way for a brighter future. Subscribe to New Wave on your favorite platform. Be part of a journey that takes you to the heart of innovation and shows how, in Nova Scotia, we're not just asking questions, we're finding answers. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, baby. Hello, my love. Ready to talk about some sex. Yes, please. All right. Well, you know, I mean... Get talking. Haven't, haven't had any in, uh, in over a week, mm-hmm. so don't really know what to talk about. Yeah, don't know anything about sex, really, anymore. Yeah, almost completely forgot what it was, what it meant, uh, until I had some, and now I, I forget again. Oh. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, I, it's weird. Cause like we're today, today is Tuesday, June something. It's like the middle of June. 16th. 16th. And, um, here in Halifax, we're going on, well, it depends on what happens today, but I think, I think if today is the same as yesterday, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus, um, uh, we will be on our seventh consecutive day with no new cases. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's six, but anyway, we're we're coming up on a week of no new cases here in Nova Scotia, which is like that's pretty promising. That's like that's like a really uh, exciting thing. Yeah. And again, it's like it's making me have all these thoughts about like how, you know how do I how do I 
reintroduce myself back into the dating world or how do I reintroduce myself back into the, I mean, fuck, even in the just like social world, you know? Mm. Um, but, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling like really light. I'm feeling really hopeful. I'm feeling really, I'm not, I'm not feeling as much like dread and gloom and doom as I was a little while back. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, that's got to do wonders for your, just like the way you're carrying yourself through your day. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So that's nice. That's nice. It's funny. Like we'll, we'll get, I'll get messages or we, we will get messages from people who are listening to the show, but they're like, they're like six weeks back mm-hmm. or, you know, they're like, they're, they're like two months back. Yeah. And they're sending us messages being like, holy fuck, this is super weird to be listening to you guys in like late March and knowing what's coming ahead. Yeah. Like yeah. knowing how fucked 2020 just will continue to get. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, yeah, it's just a, I mean, I don't want to like beat a dead horse, but it's, it's just wild to think of how fucking crazy this year has been. It is, uh, it's crazy that it's June because like we're, we're halfway through 2020 and, January 2020 felt like two seconds ago. I've said it before on the podcast, but like mm. Todd and I left on our road trip the middle of December and I feel like I'm still <coughs> on the trip. Like mm. I'm still tripping. It's just has not been a Right, cuz you haven't been home. Like you yeah. haven't been here. This yeah. is the this is this might be the longest we've been apart. Well, I um, I Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, with within our no, you don't think no because I was I was home in March. Remember, I was there with my dad. Yeah, yeah, for a short period of time, but for like like a week. I, th- I think I think like yeah. I don't know. We spend a lot of time apart anyway, but like this is I think this has definitely been the most amount of time within a a small yeah. window, like within a window. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, the the you know the world just. You know, and and like my grandma died in December, and then my other grandma died in February, and then my dad just died, and the and like COVID and and the the new like civil rights movement, and mm-hmm. like it just feels like it's accelerating yeah. still to me. You know, in a in a mm-hmm. really, but mostly in a positive and hopeful way. Yeah. Well, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, um, uh, but uh, I don't know how to transition here. Uh, transitioning <laughs> out of that, out of that, more in- and more into turn me on. Uh, very excited about today's episode. We are talking with a uh, up and coming. Um, uh, I mean, w- would you call her a pop star? I-, I feel like pop star has has such a has a has a comes with, and maybe this is just m- like me. But I feel like the the word pop star comes with like a certain um, baggage. Yeah, yeah. I guess like I don't know. Like it, her music is. Uh, I don't. Man, I'm now, now. I'm now. I'm just butchering it. Uh, hold on. Fuck sakes, Jenny. <laughs> Fuck you sakes. can you can do it. You can no keep going. no no. I'm cutting this. This is uh, this is stupid. But it's actually not stupid because I uh, because. Where I thought you might go with that is like, is like maybe we can come up with a new word for for. Imagine if we just took all the words that are like super loaded um, with all kinds of meanings (laughs) that we may not mean when we use them, like pop star, and give them a completely 
new name. And the reason I, the reason I, I say that is because I'm, I'm reading a book right now that is like, yeah, we can say penis and vagina or we can say this Cock and this. Yeah. and pussy. Oh, fuck. Why do you hate those words? Why do cock? you hate the word cock? I don't mind it. I don't like it. I don't like Why? it. Why? Why do you not like that cock. word? Cock. Uh, <laughs> no one <laughs> says it like that. Who says it like that? I wouldn't like it like that either if someone said it like that. Cock. <laughs> oh my so God. You sound like a drunk man from Staten Island who just like fucking woke up from a goddamn... Hibernation. Not far off. Cat. I don't. I don't mind the word pussy. I know some people hate the word pussy. It's. I. You know what? It's. I mean, to be honest with you, it's probably old. You know, it's probably just old. You know, baggage of like. Look, I'm telling you. Yes, I'm telling you right now. But I feel it is not. It doesn't do it for me. Those words don't do it for me. Okay, Bleh. so then, so that okay, so Pussy. yoni, you like Cock. yoni? No, I don't like yoni. There's very few. <laughs> There's very. That's no what, offense. That's no offense what, to no offense to anyone who likes the word yoni, but well, I, I think that I think the word yoni is uh, is well, it's a, it's is a, I think it's an Indian word. I think it's the word. I think it, like I'm I'm in this book anyway. And this book is dated, I'm sure, but um, like some of the language in it is kind of dated, but. Um, she uses the word yoni. Uh, she, I don't like that word. And I mean, I mean, uses, if, is that is that is that the technical like Indian term? I don't know if that's the. Well, let's just look it up here. I don't. I, mean, I don't like the word. I. You know what? You don't like cock. I don't like yoni. But you don't have to like yoni. I don't like. I am not going to call my pussy a yoni either. I um, love that you put your face away from the mic when you say pussy. Uh, Yo, what's like? What do you? What do you call your? Do you just like to call it vagina? Yeah, I My say vagina a lot. Vagina? Vagina. But Cookie? I wouldn't be like, you know, I wouldn't be like giving someone instructions in the moment or like requesting that someone... Fill my vagina. <laughs> Beat my vagina up. Ew, <clears throat> I don't... Fuck, I don't like any of... I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> what about hoo-ha? I like hoo-ha a lot. Oh, you know what? Yoni, sometimes referred to as Pindika, is an aniconic representation of the goddess Shakti in Hinduism. It is usually shown with Linga, its masculine counterpart. Right. I like uh, Pindika. So it's not not a a vagina? Um, Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. This is Yoni from Wikipedia. Stop calling it Yoni. We can just... just Put the word yoni to rest. The then. yoni is conceptualized as nature's gateway of all births. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Okay, that's uh, I, I, okay. All right, I'm a little bit more on board with yoni now. Okay, particularly in the esoteric kala and tantra practices, as well as shaktism and shavism traditions of Hinduism. Um, oh yeah, so yoni is a Sanskrit word that has been interpreted to literally mean the womb and the female organs of generation. The womb. Okay. Mm. Right. So the womb. So stop calling your vagina a yoni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in this particular book, it, which is that I'm reading called The Art of Sexual Ecstasy, called uh, by Margot Anand, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, this is she's she's going for something. She's like, let's take out the words. She's not going to use the words penis and vagina. She's using these more like spiritual Woo-woo. sounding words. Right. It's not. It's you know. It's tantra. It's she's yeah. like one I'm, of the I'm leading joking. experts on tantra. Funny. What did what does she call the cock? Uh, I'm looking for the word. I think it's some. It's a Sanskrit word as well. Um, I want to say it's something like I'm looking for it in the page. Like something like Raj, Raja, or something like that. I'm, Raja. I'm looking for it, um, but I can't find it. You know, one thing that I really appreciate about uh, some of the past guests we've had on the show, especially uh, like guests who are like like sexual educators or like people who are like like in the world of tantric sex, um, you know, Jessica Graham, um, Eva Clay, um, who else? There, there's we've had a couple, but like when they they're just talking and then they all of a sudden they just say cock. And like we're recording and I look yeah. and I kind of see you like My almost eye. like, yeah, your eyes kind of like shift, like like they get a little bigger, like, whoa, I wasn't expecting you to say cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, when they say it, it's great. I love it when they say it. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Great. You don't it like doesn't... when I say cock? No. Cock. Cack. Cack. Cock. It's just so, k- you know, k- it's so aggressive. What about the word cunt? Um, again, it depends on who's saying it, I think. And, and to, and, and context of how they're saying it. Yeah, of course. Like in a sexy way, um, I like it. You know, I, I also sometimes, I don't think, I don't think anyone's used it in a sexy way. I I don't think I've ever heard that yet. No, no. If someone was like spit on my cunt, I'd be like, whoa, I am, (laughs) I'd be, I'd be engorged. I think that I, I think that would turn you would me on. Explode? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I oh, love wow. I love like I love like re, I like I like really like um what what's the like really aggressive? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Angry like, sounding language. Y- yes, yes. I do. I really do. Actually, mm-hmm. I love I love that, and mm-hmm. especially in the bedroom. I really I I, I think that's really fun. But I've I've never heard someone say I've never heard someone Fuck. use the word cunt. We're so different. You and I. Yeah. That's why we're the best together, baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, whoa, whoa. I don't mean I like that all the time. <laughs> it's not all I like. I. You're not into. You're not into sex talk. Into like. It's hard for me to talk about when it's not in in happening in the moment. at the moment. Yeah. You know, yeah, like know, right know now, I, it's I totally I'm know divorced from it. Yeah, I'm like I, it's over there. And it sort of smells weird. Yes. Yeah. It's like when you've had too many pancakes and then, and then like the next day you're like, pancakes, I, I can't imagine the next time I'll ever eat them. Yeah. But then like, then, then like two days later, you're like, "Mm, can't wait to have some pancakes. Mm -hmm. Pancakes Mm -hmm. and sex. Very similar. It's funny Um, because I don't really like pancakes. So, but I do like sex, but what I want, what I want is what I want is to feel more bliss and ecstasy in the everyday. And um, that's what this book, I think, is, is going to oh, lead to. Cool. Like, it's the, the, like that. it's really, like, I read, 
um, the intro yesterday, <laughs> and I was so turned on that I had to take a little break. Oh, um, wow. Jeez. Holy yeah. Smokes. And the, the contents are like, it starts, it's super accessible, and she kind of like entices you in with like this very super accessible languaging. Um, this, I, I'm just going to read you actually the, this paragraph. Sure. Well, make, this is the very beginning of the introduction, and the introduction is called The Way In. While making love or just afterward, have you ever wondered, isn't there more to sex than this? Most of us have. Have you ever felt incomplete during sex because your partner has already landed before you have even had a chance to take off? Have you ever felt bored with sex in a long-term relationship and found yourself wishing you could recapture the passion that used to make sex between you so exciting? Have you ever wished to be touched at the core of your being, yet felt afraid to open yourself up and be vulnerable? Have you ever glimpsed an ecstatic moment in love and later felt that you didn't know the way back? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, you sense intuitively the value of peak experiences in lovemaking, those special moments, either preceding or during orgasm, when you feel transported beyond the limitations of your personal problems and preoccupations. Suddenly you are flying. You feel gloriously alive, filled with light and laughter, at home in a moment that seems to go on forever, in a space that fills you with awe. It is these rare, intense, often unexpected experiences that awaken fresh energies and inspire feelings of closeness and gratitude between you and your partner. Um, cool. Yeah. That's that's the that's the intro. To this yeah, that's book? the big. Be- that's the beginning Whoa. of the whole book. And well, then, how did you how did you come across this? How did you find this book? It was on my sister. I, so I'm I'm took a night for myself at my sister's place in Charlottetown. She's <clears throat> gone back to British Columbia to be with the two little kids for for a minute, and mm-hmm. uh, her 18 year old daughter, my niece, our niece Sophia, has just moved into her first apartment on her own. Oh. Um, Todd's out doing flooring at his buddy's place. So I'm here taking a night. Today is my self-care day uh, that I desperately need. And uh, I came... I love that part of your self-care day is to sit down and record... Yeah. ...me asking you why you don't like the word cock. Well, talking to you is very important to me and it makes me feel good. And um, yeah, it's my self-care day. This is how I'm starting. Uh, aside from the fact that I woke up fucking hungover and I hate myself. Uh, you but were so drunk last shut night. Shut up. Shut up. I know. I was there. I don't need you to berate me for it. I'm not berating. Believe me. Believe me. I, I'm hard on myself enough without... Um, uh, so did you, are you, are you going to, are you going to borrow this book and read the whole thing? Yeah, I'm going to take the whole thing. She recommends nice. you read it cover to cover before you start. It's a manual. It has like exercises in it. Cool. Um, and it, and then I, you know, it was just on my sister's bookcase and I picked it up and then I looked up the, the author, Margot Anand. Um, she's, she's in her seventies now. She, um, she's a French author and mm. teacher and seminar and leader and public speaker. And, um, so she wrote this book, the art of sexual ecstasy. And then she also wrote the art of everyday ecstasy, which is kind of what I'm after too. And then the art of sexual ma- magic. Um, but, cool. but if you go to her like website, which is the ecstatic, ecstatic living.com, um, the ecstatic living Institute, the first thing it says, I mean, it is her website, but, um, it just says the world's leading authority on Tantra. So even though we may not have, um, known her name back when we were talking to Eva Clay and Jessica Graham, I bet, I bet they're like, uh, yeah, like 
the right. the number one handbook. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear uh, your thoughts on what you take away from that book. And maybe if you ever bring it home or something, I could read it too. Or maybe I'll just buy my own copy. Get, get your own copy. Yeah. Um, speaking of sexual ecstasy, Bride, yeah. there's, a, there's a story that I want to, uh, a news story that came out that I found very interesting that I think you will also find entertaining. Um, this is coming out of uh, BBC News uh, about a sexual fantasy gone wrong. Uh-oh. Men hired for sexual fantasy break into the wrong house. Oh, no. This is coming out of, uh, this is a story out of New South Wales, Australia. In a sex fantasy gone wrong, two men with machetes entered the wrong house in New South Wales, Australia, before quickly realizing their error. One of them has now been acquitted of entering a home armed with a weapon in July 2019. So this is almost a year ago, exactly. Uh, They had been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. Stroke. I, I don't. I, I'm not sure how you stroke someone with a broom. I, I, I don't know if they meant pegged. Like if they if they if they mean pegged with a broom, but they just didn't put that. Or no. Those like, are like, very what? different. Um, they I, are, yeah, I, they're diff- I sure, hope but, they communicated about it and and they knew what yeah, they were supposed to be yeah. doing. Because if you were like, just brush me lightly with my with my yeah. floor mop. And then right. they rammed you. Well, with yeah, a yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You're totally right. But, but but what does that mean? Stroked with a broom? Like how the fuck do you stroke you someone with a broom? Like this. No, man. They're talking about his car. Co- they're talking about. Sorry, they're talking about his his manion his 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 manhood his his, his varishna. What did you call it? I like it? manhood. They're talking about his manhood, bride. Okay, so they stroke wanted, him with a broom. Yeah, just like. You know, just gently not his, brush. Not his fucking face. Just <laughs> no. Well, this is this is the action. Oh, see, okay. my hand is a broom and it's yes. brushing. I okay, don't have okay. a manhood. Right, right. Uh, the judge concluded that <laughs> quote my the head. Facts, the judge concluded that quote the facts of this case are unusual. <laughs> <laughs> the the role play was arranged over Facebook by a na- a man near Griffith, New South Wales, who provided his address to the hired pair. Quote, he was willing to pay a $5,000 if, uh, he was willing to pay $5,000 if it was, quote, really good, the judge said. Uh, However, the client moved to another address 50 kilometers away without updating the two men. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, you think, like, although, you know, maybe he did it, maybe he was just like, maybe he was just wasted one night. Ah. And was like, oh, man, I just want a couple of guys to come here and machetes and stroke me with a broom. That's why he said stroke and then with a broom because he's fucking drunk. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like so if I like, had ordered a sexual fantasy last night and it showed up this morning, I might have been very confused. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, they're like, we're here to stroke you with a broom. You're like, I don't even know what that means. I do. When the resident noticed a light on in his kitchen at 6.15... He assured it was. He assumed it was a friend who came by uh, daily to make morning coffee. When the men called out the name of their client, the resident turned on the light and removed the sleep apnea mask he was wearing. Stop it! It was then that he saw them standing above his bed with machetes, which they appeared to have brought brought as props for the role play. This is this is where it gets really good. 
When they realized the error, one of the pair said, sorry, mate, and shook the resident's hand, according to local reports. The two men then drove to the correct address. So how the fuck would they know what the correct address is? They must At have just 6.15 like, in the morning. Yeah, where the client noticed one man had a great, a great big knife in his trousers and asked them to leave the weapons in the car. So they, so they get there, they got the machetes, and the guy that, that ordered this thing is like, whoa, 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 fuck. That's over Knives. the top. Yeah, don't, yeah ask for, I asked for a good old br- broom? broom stroking. <laughs> fuck. Uh, they carried the, mista- uh, the machetes either as a prop or, or something to use in the fantasy, said the judge. Uh, the fantasy was unscripted, and there was discretion as to how it could be carried out. The lawyer for... Terrence Leroy, one of the accused, said it was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Entry was not with intent to intimidate. I'm looking up um, Terrence Leroy. That's got it. I mean, like sometimes I read these. This is BBC News. Like, is this fake? You know, I mean, this just sounds so fake. No, I don't think so. He's he's been Terrence. Fucking poor Terrence Leroy did no. not. What? No, he got. Oh, I thought you just fucking looked something up that said he got charged with like. No, no, okay, not guilty. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's been found not guilty. Um, <coughs> I think I'm reading the same. Yeah, I'm reading the same. Yeah, yeah, article that you just did. Well, you know what, folks? Uh, that when I lived in England, when we would see. Canadian news on the in the back of the newspaper essentially and it was just like Canadian kid gets stuck in a tree like I remember (laughs) this being like this is how our country is seen by people that are not from our country this is how we're represented outside of our own our own country and uh and I'm sure that people in Wales of Wales are just like or for fuck's sake mate well I, I I wasn't even planning to hit this, but Brian, what a perfect segue! I wonder what I wonder what you might think now if you were a kid and looking at the news coming out of our country today. Because yes, I, I you know I'm used to seeing that kind of sh- I, I was used to seeing that kind of shit growing up, like these like fluff pieces or like these little things where it's like boy like boy tripped into well uh, was saved by by three construction workers like you know whatever and you're like oh wow like. Oh, crazy, crazy. Like, that's what's happening in, in Canada, eh? Yeah. Um, uh, meanwhile, it's like, like Iraq's getting bombed um, by the U.S. Mm-hmm. and President Bush. Um, well, this article, yo, CBC, I don't know what, what's up with CBC these days, but they are, re- they must be really digging the whole polyamory thing because they keep putting out these poly articles. Somebody high up at the CBC must be just must be living that. Uh, yeah, or life. maybe they're like, uh, "Wow, there's a lot of like shit we don't really talk about. What can we sort of? What's the safest thing to talk about? Like polyamory is that out of all the things we're to talk about is like the safest thing to talk about. Oh, contraire, my friend. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Have you not read? I mean, so CBC did an article about piece about us and yeah. our polyamorous relationship, and the and the comments. I'm not talking about the trolls. No, just, they're not trolls, baby. They're just, these are just like fucking regular Canadians that are flabbergasted and can't fucking like, can't wrap their head around the beta cuck 
that just sits and watches his wife get banged by his boyfriend. You know, that's 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 the way that they fucking perceive the whole scenario, the whole situation, according to these comments. But this just came out: polyamory during a pandemic. It's complicated. This is the title of the CBC article that came out um, June 14th. Now, I haven't read this article. I actually have no idea what the fuck is in this article, and I'm not going to go into it. Um, but they, I mean, I, I'll, read it. I'll read it later, I'm sure, and, and maybe it'll be interesting. But, you know, it's, it, scrolling through, it seems that they're talking about, you know, different types of relationship strain, which I'm definitely feeling right now these days. Um, uh, gauging risk, again, something that I'm dealing with right now. Doing what's right and safe, that kind of thing. So it's, uh, yeah, it's all very interesting. But, dude, the comments on this fucking article, holy smokes. Do you have any favorites? Uh, I'd have to go to Facebook to find, I'm just on there on CBC's actual website. But I was, I was reading through it, and I just, personally, I find it really funny. Like, I, I, I love seeing outrage on Facebook. And yeah. like seeing arguments on Facebook, I love reading that. Do you because love? Because it's so fucking absurd to me that people actually spend their time doing it. But I guess it's probably absurd to someone listening to this right now that I take time to to just laugh at it while I read, while I scroll through and read. Mm-hmm. But it's just so fucking dumb. People are so dumb. Uh-huh. People are so dumb. <laughs> what are you fucking doing, you dummies? Like, what are you doing sitting at a fucking keyboard? And getting into an argument with some guy's fucking uncle who lives in like Fort McMurray. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, what is with you? But I read it. But I read it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm probably, I'm just as much a part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can't spend any more time on the internet. I'm, I'm done. I think I'm almost done. Yeah. Like, well, well, that's not, that's not going to work for this podcast. No, 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 no. I mean, here's the thing. I just realized, you know, you know, like with my, with my book club, my untamed book club, you know, two weeks have gone by and I I haven't maintained that account and it's, there's other shit to, to pay attention to right now. And so, you know, it's just like, I'm waking up and, and, to my Instagram accounts of which I have several and, um, you know, personal and business and like hobby and, and then I teach yoga online and all of this stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I take up a lot of space online and for, and, 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 and the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, about, about all that is like, it literally, it's not just, in space you know it's actually i i'm 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 cleaning up my grandparents house i'm cleaning out a lifetime of hoarding and storing and keeping everything and then i get on my fucking laptop and it's almost out of space and i'm like what the fuck am i storing here what the fuck is the cloud i don't know but it's holding things for me i got pay for google drive it's holding things for me i've got all of these like instagram accounts that somewhere exists it exists physically in a very it's it's relatively small space but it's a space of storage that i'm taking up and it's not like in quotes costing me anything 
but it's costing someone something. It's costing like the health of the planet and it's costing it, you know, somewhere some, somebody died so I could have a cell phone, you know, like I'm just getting so, yep. You're going to be a Luddite in less than a year. Well, you're just, you're just, if I can afford towards, it towards 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 that light if, luddite life. If I can afford to get, I mean, it's like a very privileged thing to say that I don't want to use the internet anymore. But yeah, anywho, it certainly is. Anywho, um, all right. Well, listen. Enough of all of this. Let's get to the <laughs> let's get to the fucking heart of what this uh, episode is all about. Uh, our our Music. friend. Yep. makes a people. Our friend Upsall come together. Come together. Uh, the uh, the up and coming um, uh, pop artist from the U.S. who is fucking killing it. Um, she's got uh, a number of um, a n- number of tracks out there uh, that you can go listen to by looking her up. But uh, we are going to play this episode out to one of her latest singles. One, two, three, four, five, six is the title of that song. And so, um, uh, if you listen all the way through. Uh, you'll hear this jam at the very end of the episode. And it is like, so I, again, I, the reason I was having a bit of struggle earlier with the whole pop thing is I don't typically consider myself to be a fan of pop music, mm-hmm. but I really like Upsall's music. Cool. All right. I also, I also really like Upsall. I, I was, I, this is another one of those fucking episodes where I'm just a bumbling dum-dum because I'm, I'm having a, a just... Eyelashes. Crush. Yeah, just eyelashes at this beautiful <laughs> lady. Um, uh, so, so enjoy this episode. We had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Upsell is really great. And it, again, stay, stay tuned to the very end of the episode. We're going to play out to the track one, two, three, four, five, six. And uh, actually, you know what? We'll play into this episode with a little teaser of it so you get a little idea. And then if you want to hear the rest of it, listen to the end of the episode. Great. Fantastic. Okay. Let's do uh, this. Um, I love we, you. Can we just... Oh, is, are we still, we're still going? Okay, I love you too. And <laughs> and enjoy this episode, folks. The world is Um, well, this is going to be really fun. We're sitting down with our new friend, Taylor Upsall, a.k.a. Upsall, the, uh, the, the, the pop darling of Phoenix. Uh, how are you? How, how's, how's life in, uh, during the zombie apocalypse where you are? It's, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really stoked to be doing this. It's, life is interesting. I feel like everyone doesn't really know what to do with all this free time and we're kind of just like going crazy, but I'm I'm definitely trying to stay positive, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's bizarre times for sure. Yeah. Um, you are. I, I feel like you're kind of you're doing what a lot of people that I know have kind of done. Uh, you 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 typically live in LA, but you've you've gone back to your hometown to to quarantine up with your folks in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, Bridie, you're you're kind of doing the same thing. You're you're hunkered down with your mom there on Prince Edward Island. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I am just at our house 
which yeah. is you know which is nice um uh how's it what's it like been what's it been like kind of moving back in with your folks it's interesting i it yeah it's been weird because i moved out of my parents house to la when i was 19 and have lived there for like two years and i feel like it's the i never really thought i would like have the chance to like move back in with my parents i guess so it's interesting because i'd like I didn't realize how different my life was in LA when I'm living on my own versus how it is when I'm at my parents' house. But I'm kind of loving it. My mom cooks me dinner every night. Like I get to hang with my family. Like it's pretty dope. And I know like, I feel like I'm always so busy. So it's hard to like make time to see my family. So I'm just trying Mm. to like take advantage of all this free time I get to just like chill with my parents. You know, it's been fun. Yeah, I feel like some of the, the, the like, I keep telling my nieces and nephews, like, make lots of good memories with your brothers and sisters. Cause I feel like, as a, someone who like likes hanging out with my family, I would, I, I'm really valuing that time as well. Just to like oh. put, put some, some good feeling vibes in my vault for a rainy day. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I've, I've been having this conversation with a number of people who like, who have moved back in their folks, moved back in with their folks. And I'm hearing like, I'm hearing a lot of the same kind of sentiment of like, ah, you know, it's kind of nice to reconnect with family. And then I'm also hearing a lot of like, yeah, it's kind of hard because like I can't use my vibrator. It's too loud. I, <laughs> I like I'm trying to like discreetly have phone sex with people at night. And it just like it's it's just not it's just like not a vibe that I'm, Dude, I'm and feeling it, like, right now. It like feels wrong too because you're like I'm in my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I feel bad. Yeah, I totally feel that. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I that is that is something that I I I'm glad that I don't have to be too worried about. Brad, I mean, Brad, you're not. You're you're kind of you're you you've got an Airbnb like outside of your mom's place, so you're kind of you're set. Yeah, it does. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's still a weird time to be like getting down and dirty because it's just like there's so much stress going on in the world. I, I'm pretty positive and I, I'm pretty relaxed, I think. But like, I think it could be hard for us to just get to relax enough to like enjoy those kinds of acts, mm. you know, right now. But um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely not hiding it from my parents. So that's work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Are you, uh, were you dating or seeing anyone or in that scene at all when all this went down? I've been in like an on and off thing for a very long time that has kept my life very interesting, especially like my sex life because there's always like the breakup sex and the makeup sex and then there's like the fun in between and like right now during this quarantine, I'm in the in between, which is low key kind of nerve wracking, but also very fun because you kind of get to like play the games you know with each other and like I don't know it's been interesting but it also is hard because it's like I feel like no one's really getting any during quarantine it's not like I can go hook up with random people I'm not about to risk getting coronavirus so it's like yeah it's definitely been a weird time to like navigate being in an on and off thing and like not getting laid is like something I'm not used to so it's weird yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 super. It's super weird, and and it, it's also kind of fascinating though to see how people have been like, um, like 
not not being held back by the the restrictions of quarantine you know like like turning to turning to technology to yeah. to like find to like branch out and find ways like we we talked about this on the podcast um uh well we will have by the time this this comes out but i was just reading an article about this guy who who um he hosted an online like zoom based orgy no and shit. and so That's like it was amazing. a bunch of people yeah it was like a bunch of people that were like all right cool like we're like you know we're i can't go to the sex club uh i'm missing my orgy time and so this guy was like all right cool i'm gonna like put together a, a giant like fuck sesh and we'll all get together on here and he he describes like the the it, it's actually a really beautiful article because he describes the awkwardness of trying to like initiate the right. orgy like how how do you how do you start an online orgy like when you're in person it's it's maybe a little bit easier you kind of right. you know you so, someone starts kissing someone or someone starts touching each other and then next thing you know everyone's fucking but on this it's like what, do you do you just like who yeah. For, yeah like who who starts it yeah and then and then and then and then he you know he he talks about how it's actually this experience actually like made him he feels like he came out of it like a a, a better or he feels like he will go into his next human to human connection experience as a better lover because oh, he's become more um more present with like how important and how sexy and how valuable um like communication through this medium of like trying to connect with someone as real as possible through a screen can like can then evolve into the way you actually connect with someone one-on-one when you're truly there. It, it's a really interesting article. I love that. I feel like, yeah, I agree because I've never really done like the phone sex <laughs> thing, honestly, until quarantine. And it's interesting because it, I feel like you're in an even more vulnerable place because you're like, there's like a camera on you and you're like, okay, like how do I, and you do have to be like more clear about what you're like what you're doing like and a lot of times I feel like when it's person to person like it's easy to kind of like hide behind just like doing random shit or like body language but when it's like through the phone you have to be more clear so I do agree I guess it like is like a confidence booster for sure that's exactly what he was talking about as well was how much of a confidence boost it was for him to like for example for him to be told through the screen like um Oh, you have like you have a really beautiful dick, or like what you know, whatever, whatever the thing was being said to him, and how he like, and how deeply that that sort of like touched him and like boosted his elevated yeah. his confidence as a lover. It's uh, yeah, it, it you're right in that it it does put you in a bit more of a, a a more vulnerable position because like we we there is so much to be said for our ability to communicate with our without words in person, you know, right. with like with our body language, with 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 like subtle touch or movement or, you know, what have you. And it it's kind of a, it, it is a little bit of a cop out, you know, right? from like yeah. from like direct vocal communication, especially because not everybody is really skilled at reading body language. Some people are mm. really, really <laughs> bad at it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, right. yeah. And it's like. It's it's like almost uh, and and maybe it's not that they're bad at it, but it, maybe it's like the kissing thing. It's like maybe this person's not a bad kisser, but maybe we don't do a good kiss together. 
You know? I, no, I disagree with this. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just hypothesizing. I'm just thinking this out loud for the first no, time. No, I know you are. I know you because are. Because I want to be kind <laughs> because I don't want to say anybody's bad at kissing or bad at sex. But like maybe we're just not compatible. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay, what are your thoughts on no? <laughs> no, you are, you're, 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 you can be bad at kissing. I think some people are just bad. Look, I get it. Like there is for sure like a compatibility thing. You know, some people are like, I love drowning in someone else's tongue. And some people are like, yeah, I like like minimal tongue. That, okay, sure. But there's, there is definitely like a, there's definitely a line where you're like, no, you're just like, you're objectively bad at it. And you could use practice. You could like that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being bad at something. You just need to you work. You need to learn. Yeah, to, yeah, to be better at it. I, I think. I agree with a little bit of each of you. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> I think I like the idea of like being nice and being like, maybe you're not like bad and better. Maybe you're not a good kisser because we're not compatible. But also, like, that would suck to be that person who just like fucked. Nobody like, ever damn. told me that I'm yeah. a bad kisser. Right. You know, like if someone <laughs> yeah, if someone's kissing you like like just just fucking just, they're mash just, it, just mashing right. their lips together just and then the, they're just like headbutting you. Like that's yeah. just bad. Yeah, like banging kissing. the teeth. Banging the teeth against your teeth. Well, see now banging the teeth, like that's something to me that 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 maybe that is a maybe that's just a, a anatomy thing. Right. My teeth, my teeth are this shape, your teeth are this shape, our lips kind of shape this way, and we just kinda we just click. I think, and, yeah. and not click in the good way, click in the bad oh, way, bad like clicking way. teeth off each other. You know, it's like you need to clap, find the clap. right person with the right mouth, the right yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or right. you, or you adapt your face to the to the person that you're. If you love them, if you love <laughs> them, you adapt your face. <laughs> if not, you're like, all right, on to the next. This is yeah. not. Because <laughs> oh. Bridie, you you've definitely I, there have been times where we were making out and you were like, yo, cool it with your tongue. Like you, you could like you could I've you done could that? you have you said it you said it one time I'll never forget it because you, you were like you were it's like, like ingrained you, in your memory. oh yeah it's burned in my fucking psyche <laughs> you were like you you you're just like a little it was just a little aggressive on the tongue and and I'm and so I took that and I was like okay with Bridie I need to like reel it back when I'm using my tongue in her mouth but with Becca it's like. It, like we're literally we're literally trying to like trying to suffocate suffocate <laughs> each other with our tongues. It's like a it's a weird sort of yeah. HP Lovecraft and, and, fucking and, Cthulhu. And and I feel I have that as play. well. I also have that. I've had that experience as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. had experiences where I've I've been mid kiss and been like, oh, I'm I'm suddenly no longer interested in being in this room with you. Um, and I've said <laughs> something about it, and it. And it just didn't change anything. But honestly, I'm talking more about like body language, like even just responding to like pressure or like essentially if someone comes up to you and they give and they give you a hug or you walk up to someone and you give them a hug, you can generally tell whether they're receptive with their body. Right. Like if they're rigid or they stop breathing, then they're probably not enjoying the time that they're having. And I think that those sorts of things are, are happening all the time in like those moments of negotiating sex and intimacy where it's like, yeah, I'm into this. Not quite like that. A little more like this, but all of that is happening only with the body. And, and uh, yeah. So anyway, just reinforcing your own point that communication is, is key. It really is. 
Yeah. Do you uh, find uh, in the you're 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 pretty open, hey, about like talking about sex and dating and relationships as like a as a musician, as like a as a public figure. Do you uh, do you get much like flack for that? Not, I haven't seen much of it yet. I also just think that's because I'm still like very much just like starting off. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I wrote the only like hate I guess I've seen from that has been I like wrote a song that was on Dua Lipa's album mm-hmm. um, called Good in Bed. And it was it's very like shamelessly just talking about sex. And like, I think to have an artist like Dua Lipa, who's like this like clean cut, like dope pop artist. Like, I think it really like threw some people off. They were like, whoa, like why would Dua Lipa say this? And to me, that just like reinforced or like confirmed for me how important it was that like somebody like Dua Lipa put a song out like that. Because I feel like, especially the music industry is so sexist against women and like makes them feel like they can't be like talking openly about sex and like the fact that like I got to see it through that song I was like shit people really have a long ways to go so that's why I guess I just try to be super open in my own music but yeah seeing it with the duo record was crazy yeah I was just listening to that song it's really fun like dancey stuff (laughs) yeah thanks has um, it been? Has it been like you, you know? You you recently uh, released a single called One Two Three Four Five Sex. Um, what has been like the? What has been the reception of? Because uh, like I, I that song is is really fun. Like it's a super fun song to jam to. Um, what has been the reception to to that? Like I guess I guess the question is like, what's your what is your who's your like what's who's your listening? point? Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> who's who's listening to you? Like, what's your what's your demographic? Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, because like I could so so the reason I'm bringing this up is I listen to that song and I'm sitting here as a 32 year old man and I'm going, fuck, this is fun. I like this. Like my <laughs> my girlfriend would enjoy this. I know that. And like I know some people in my life that would enjoy this. But then I'm also sitting here as a 32 year old 32 year old man and going, you know what my my 13-year-old niece would probably really like this song as well. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, that's like are those are the, is that the crowd that's also tuning into your shit and like do you cuz I'm all for sex positive conversation Word, for yeah. any and all ages. Like that's I mean, fuck, that's why we do this show. Oh, um yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's interesting and it's been something I've been trying to navigate as I've kind of started to grow this little fan base. It's like the demographic is the age demographic is kind of all over the place. So when I am writing a song, like saying like, I just came here to the party for the drugs or a song that's like sex on my mind, like whatever part of me in the back of my mind is like, Oh no, like, is this putting across the wrong message? But to me, it's like, and whenever my parents are like, Taylor, why do you cuss so much in your songs? I'm like, it's like, they're like little kids are listening to that, but it is very much just like, to me, like, speaking your mind, talking about sex, saying what you want in the song. I Like, I hope little little kids, I guess, hear that and they're like, oh, damn, that's cool. She really speaks her mind. I should probably do the same. And I also, like, I grew up in a very sex-positive household. And, like, the second I wanted to start learning, like, what sex was, I just, like, asked my mom. I was like, mom, what's a blowjob? And she was like, well, go. And, like, told me. And there was never really, like, this like stigma against it like I feel like there is in a lot of households so I grew up in a very like open way and so I feel like if I can bring that sort of sex positivity to 
people who maybe aren't in such a an open or supportive household, if I can bring that kind of vibe to them through my music, sounds so cheesy, but like, I don't know, it can have a cool effect on them or make them feel more confident in their sexuality or their body, like, then my job is done, you know? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because like, I like when I think back to people who I've met in my life, who, who seem like extraordinarily um, comfortable with their sexuality, it's like, I've, I've always been, I was always really taken aback by those people and, and like looked up to those people and felt like, um, you know, there's like a, not, not that I, not that I idolize them or, or like put them on a pedestal, but I, I, yeah, like I looked, I looked up to that kind of vibe and always wanted to like project that myself, you know, to feel very, like very cool and comfortable with talking about sex because it's, I mean, fuck, you know, talking about this all the time on the show, but it's like, we all, we all do it. Like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for it. You know what I mean? Like we all, for the most part, we all love it. You know, we all want to do it. So why are we so fucking weird about it? That's what I think is cool. And like kind of going off what you're saying, like when you meet people who are like that, it kind of like rubs off on you. It's like the people you spend like the the most time with, like you kind of start to like take on different like characteristics of that. And like, I try to only really like surround myself with people that make me feel good. But like, you can be around someone that's just super open about it it like rubs off on rubs off on you like in that moment and so i mm. feel like if i could be that person to like anyone else it's a lot you know absolutely i think it's like it gives permission when you're yourself to to like other people who are around you and seeing it to also do that and we should, i feel like we for sure need as much of that as possible Turn Me On will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What, what, what's your own like, um, story like with growing up and sexuality? You mentioned your parents were, or your household was pretty positive and, and approachable. Did you, 
you're like an early bloomer. What was uh, yeah. what was it like growing up? It's funny because I like grew up in such, like such an open way, like talking about sex. And then when I like lost my virginity, I really like I hadn't even like masturbated before I lost my virginity. So I really had like no clue what the fuck I was doing. I was like, I think I was like 15 or yeah, I was 15. So I don't is know. That, if that's is that a young. typical thing for, for women? No, not well, masturbating before. Yeah. Yeah. Like not having masturbated and then losing your virginity. I don't, I mean, I'm sure it's pretty common, but think of how many yeah. women we've spoken to on this podcast who have been, who were like, I think I started masturbating early. And there's like so many women who are like masturbating at like five or six yeah. years old, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's interesting is I never did that. And I also think, and I talk about this, I'm like putting out this um, like PSA video kind of soon talking about sex and I talk about how like I feel like masturbation for women like I don't know about you but I didn't like grow up talking to my friends openly about it like I feel like it has this like negative thing for like women to be masturbating so I never like I didn't even think girls did it like Mm. until I was like 15 I guess but yeah I mean I had no fucking clue what I was doing when I was like having sex in high school but it was it was fun I guess after you had sex though, like, did, did you like, like what was, what was the, was that the catalyst to you then going, wait, I can like touch my own pussy. Like this yeah, is Yeah. Awesome. I was like, this is fire. And I remember my like first orgasm, <laughs> I like didn't know what to do. I was like, what is this? This is like the best thing ever. And then I like had some friends like still who are like in college and still hooking up with people, but like aren't like as comfortable with like masturbating and like still haven't like orgasmed. And I'm like, girl like you are fucking missing out like it's it's interesting but yeah I don't know and then I think masturbating and like like getting comfortable and like knowing your own body has been like the main reason why I've become so like comfortable in like my sex life with other people because like you know what you want and like you can tell people what you want and like yeah I don't know what's that you can just do it in front of them and that's enough yeah. sometimes yeah, exactly yeah. you're like i got this, this is fine. Well, I, <laughs> yeah i mean that's 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 what that's what a lot of us are doing now you know mm-hmm. and it's yeah. and it and it i mean personally speaking for me it's been a fucking super fun time yeah. um it's it's like that uh what's that saying <laughs> like how could you love others if you can't if you can't uh love yourself first or whatever it's it's the same it's the same kind of thing same it's like how exactly. yeah like yeah you, uh, until you really get to know what makes your like makes you tick then then you're gonna, you hard, gonna yeah have a, have a hard time connecting with with other people totally um yeah yeah sweet that's cool Hi, um, like, sorry go, go ahead, ahead Jerry. no 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 nope, nope. you sure yep so you've yeah. been living in la have you been to any big wild sex parties orgies or no, but talking to you guys makes me really just want to fucking do this. That sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm like very like I feel like I'm super like I'm a very sexual person. Like I love sex. Like whatever. But I'm not like I'm very what's the word? Like with one person at a time. Monogamous. Like I'm monogamous. Monogamous. That's the word. Yeah. And like I'm not like that ballsy bitch who's gonna like walk up to this random person and be like you're coming home with me like I still am like I'm 21 I'm still figuring my shit out but like yeah I don't know I feel like that's definitely something I need to do I feel like that sounds so fucking fun I feel like it's also so 
freeing. Like, for someone who, like me, I feel like, who is, like, a very sexual person, but monogamous, I feel like doing some shit like that would be the most, like, empowering thing ever. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, Brad, I don't know what your th- feelings are on it, but, like, the the experiences... I, I mean, I, I've had I a couple had of experiences that's... No, but but like you've been to you've been to a sex you've been to sex clubs. Yes. You've been oh. to sex clubs and have have been like watched while yeah. having sex, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's which is like which is like group sex adjacent, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, uh but even that experience, even that even that experience itself, it's like I I I this I I don't know, it was like last no, not last year. Yeah, maybe it was like last year. Back and I went to my girlfriend and I went to a uh a sex club in Toronto called um, Oasis. Oasis, and and I remember there's there's this fucking really weird room there that when you go in it's like a it's like a medium sized room but it's got a it's they've got the back of a uh, <laughs> this is gonna sound so funny they got a the back of a van inside the room incredible. that the doors open so you can like get into the van so like you're fucking in the back of a van that's the, incredible the back of the van so anyway it's, it's like a it's like like one of those cool like young kids beds that's a race car yeah. except it's a it's Amazing. a wagon <laughs> so we were in the van room fucking and there's like five other couples fucking in there and i remember just like looking up while we're all having sex and then and at the doorway there's like four people just watching and in that moment just thinking like this is this is one of the most like sexually empowered moments I've ever had in my okay. entire life because I'm just I'm I'm like fully engaged and connected with my partner and like it's having having a great time but then we're all like also kind of like making eye contact with these other people that I have no fucking clue who they are yeah. and like it's just this whole like but they're like and no one's no one's you know I think about it now and it makes me giddy and like and 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 like just fuck I just like I can't talk about it without laughing but in that moment like no one's laughing we're all no. just like we're yeah. all just like super fucking we're here for this like this is what's happening right now it's super serious like I don't know man it it that is it's one of those so like dope. It's one of those weird, wild experiences that you look back on, you know, afterwards and you go, fuck, that was cool. That was a (laughs) cool experience. I picture the next version of that for like, at least for myself, being like not taking place in a uh, sex club, but like more in like a mud pit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Work. (laughs) Yeah, just in the jungle. Yeah, sure. Somewhere. Yeah, right. Incredible. I love it. Yeah. I feel like that'd be sick too. Like, like how does it work for like those kinds of things? Do you have to roll in as like a couple, or can you just roll in solo and just like see what happens? Ladies can usually roll in solo. For the most part, yeah, yeah. ladies can go in totally solo. Uh, typically, uh, men have to go in as a couple or as a part of a, or like you know, part of yeah, a part of a a, a crew. Yeah. Um, and then, and yeah, that's that's like typically. How it works. I mean, I, I've, I'm not super well versed. I've only been to three, three sex clubs, but there, it's it was the same at all of them. Like kind of the same, same sort of vibe. Um, That's so rad. Yeah. Well, highly recommended if you're ever. If I, I'm sure. Whenever LA's the world gets fucking, back to normal, I know yeah. it's like when is that even? I don't even know when I'm going to get to tour again. Let alone when people are going to be just like. When are in orgies going to be possible? Literally. Yeah, you, you, were, you were like, you're, you were technically supposed to be playing. I, I just saw this today. 
you're technically supposed to be playing like in a few days in Aww. Toronto at one of my favorite <laughs> uh, music venues, the Danforth Music Hall. Oh shit! Yeah, I saw it. I was. Google was like, "Go to Danforth Music Hall," and I'm like, "This isn't you guys." You're like, da- "Don't send me this." Yeah, I was like, "Don't show yeah. me this." Yeah, that, yeah. I was literally on tour when this all went down and had to leave like one day, and it was horrible. It's very sad. As uh. a as a young <laughs> as a young and up and coming uh, fucking rock star, uh, <laughs> I, I I think I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this question. Um, do you have you have you had the like the the romanticized experience of of uh, of groupies on tour, dude. How sick would that be? No, I'm, I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm working my way up to that. To nah, it's tour is interesting. Like it's it's also weird because I'm like so fifty fifty with it because I'm like, do I want to be like going fucking crazy? And like, I mean, normally I get my own or like when I get my own hotel room, I'm like, do I want to bring all these people back? Like, let's fucking go. But then the other half is like. I'm exhausted. I have to get yeah. in the van and drive to the next city. It's so interesting. I feel like every artist I talk to is so torn between the two worlds. They're like, do I like get my sleep and like keep my voice for the next show or do I like fuck around and like, you know, it's really yeah. hard. It's interesting. I would imagine, especially at 21 too, where it's like that, like I'm 36 and I'm like, I think I'd rather sleep, you know, but <laughs> yeah. at 21 when like, the world is kind of your oyster and you maybe don't like don't have 15 years of going out to bars in your back pocket of like been there done that it would be I remember being on tour I went on tour with my sister as a nanny for her um, musical tour and I had that's right I remember that time being totally stricken with the same conundrum like I'm I'm responsible for a three-year-old but that boy yeah. It's real yeah, cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's funny. I I man, I don't know. I'm I'm like I I succumb to it pretty easily, I think. Like we we I go on tour quite a bit for my other podcast and like it's just the worst for my health. Uh, Cuz I I just I literally I just run myself right into the fucking ground. Like yeah. I just like fly home early with pneumonia, run yourself into the ground. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah, Dude. no, yeah, yeah, for real. I, yeah, I, I finished tour. Well, I finished tour, and we finished in Newfoundland, which is like the the furthest you can go on the east coast of Canada. Mm-hmm. And then that that day, I flew down to Boston to go see a band, one of my like favorite bands of all time, Big Thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were playing at this theater in Boston, and. I got there that the show was that night, saw the show that night. And then we had like a whole trip planned to like drive back up through Salem and see all the shit. Uh, I woke up the next morning and was like, Ooh, I got to go home now or Damn. else I'm going to be st- stuck with a fucking huge medical bill in the U S. Mm-hmm. And so I flew home that day and, uh, yeah, I was basically hospitalized for a couple, a couple of weeks. But anyway, that Damn. it, it's like the, the whole, I think it's because I just like, I, Cause I'm not, I, I, the reason why I say romanticized idea of like, of, of like rock star life is when we go on tour, it kind like, it sort of kind of feels like that, even though I know it's, it's not at all. Like it's so low, it's fucking so low key and, and, and not that, but there's like this, there's this sort of attractive kind of like, what's that fucking movie, that classic movie of, um. Almost um, famous. Yeah, it's there's like an almost famous Word. quality to yeah. like. You're like, yeah, you know, you just you kind of want to go. Young. The night's young. Let's fucking go party. You know, <laughs> like who knows what might happen. It's like, like it's like, yeah. I also love like 
this is this makes me sound like a real dick, but like the power play of which is like I love that shit just like in my relationships and in bed anyways, that like when you're on stage and you're like, I hold the power and you can like find the person that you want to come up to you after the set and like work that and be like, I've literally like this microphone is the power in this exchange right now. Like that's really fun for me. Right. But yeah, I also, I feel like the reason I'm such a like tour is work. Like now I look at it that way is because my first tour was at the beginning of last year and I like had never done it before. So I was like, I'm going in like wasted every night making out with like anyone I could at the like going in and then I was like okay like I lost my voice like got super yeah. sick and I was like okay I need to like got a cool blow my role but it is really fun yeah yeah I want <sighs> to do that I miss that yeah I know, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know I'm missing it I just yeah. hate having responsibilities <laughs> otherwise I would I don't know go on tour that's very fun myself um Nothing so there. Taylor you you were saying that uh you you didn't really you didn't really fuck with the whole like um uh like online sexting kind of like 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 video chat sex until uh, in your life until uh COVID-19 changed the 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 sex world in yeah, general. Yeah, really did. Um uh what what has that experience been like and like okay so you know what? Let's let's do this right. So we have we have a segment on the show that we call Brain Boners, and we we get we get a bunch of questions from listeners, and we answer those questions with like our best advice. Oh, and amazing. one came in that I feel would be like uh, kind of worthy to touch on right now, and maybe we'll get your take on it. But I also want to hear your take on it too, Bride. Um, uh, so here, I'll I'll blast this out, and then and then you guys give me your give me your thoughts. Uh, hi, Jeremy and Bridie, and in this case, Taylor. I'm from Cape Breton here in Nova Scotia. I've been a long-time listener of Sick Boy and have recently started listening to Turn Me On within the past few weeks. Uh, well, thank you very much. One of, the, one of my more recent listens was the Red Hot Sues episode, and you guys spoke a lot about how to take nudes. During the world of COVID-19, nudes and sexting is probably a decent part of a lot of people's lives. So my question is, how the fuck do you sext? Obviously, I get the concept, but I'm legit clueless on how to go about how to go about it with seemingly with seeming incredible with without seeming incredibly awkward about it was hoping you guys would have some tips. Uh, love the podcast. Love you guys. Hope you're staying safe. Sweet. And that's from Haley. Where Haley? Uh, I, go ahead. Yeah. What do you No, No, I want to hear. I'm, I'm curious to know what your, your initial thoughts are. Yeah. I mean, I feel like honestly, like what we were saying earlier, like nude, sexting, phone sex, like, like all that shit takes another level of like vulnerability to me I don't know like it's it's yeah because yeah you just have to communicate more clear and it could get awkward I love taking nudes like I some days I'm like damn if I ever am like get to fucking like Lady Gaga status like all my nudes will leak it's gonna be like next level but I'm kind of like (laughs) hyped for it like I'm ready but no like I I like I think that's super fun I feel like Whenever I'm, like, in the mood and, like, I'm trying to start some shit, I don't know, like, how you initiate it. Like, I'll just, like, send a photo and then see, like, what happens after that, I guess. I don't know. How do you guys do it? Um, Brian, I, Brian, I want to hear your take. 
I find it a lot easier to communicate in writing. So mm. You're I. You're good at it. You're and really I've, good at writing. <laughs> and I like. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, um, what was our, our brain boner asker's name? Haley. Uh, Haley. If you, I have charged $35 an hour to write. Huh? <laughs> yeah, because you get some fucking ghostwriting. Uh, I'll ghostwrite your sex, your, your, your initiation sex. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think um, I, I don't like to lead with like words that can be jarring. Like I don't like to jump right to pussy or cock or anything like that. I might just say more like... You know, I'm thinking of you, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering what you're doing. Okay, just, right, like, but hold on though, Bride, because so let, let me just let me just jump in here really quickly. Um, let's let's assume because we don't we don't have a lot of information about Haley and her current and status or situation. Yeah. But let's let's say let's say that Haley isn't in a, a relationship. Yeah. Right. So let's and say that Haley is literally like yeah, like let's say she sl- slid into the DMs of some cute guy who like. Who liked her last post, and she's like, "Oh fuck it! Like, I want to, I want to chat with this guy, but I, but I don't know, I, I like, I don't know how to take it to that level because it yeah. would be a little weird if she was like, "Hey, I've been thinking about you," <laughs> you know, to this like, to this random guy. If, yeah. if, if, if you said that to me or you said that to Todd, that makes sense. Yeah, right. There's an established relationship. <laughs> so, so how does how does Haley do this with? With that guy, she just fuck. She fucking she says, she, like she saw at the bar, and she noticed that she, that he noticed her six months ago, and now they're like they're just like they they're they're orbiting each other's presence on social media. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of vibe. What what does she say then? She says, "Hey, you want to see my pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed yeah. you. I've noticed you noticing just, me, and I just want you to put you on notice that I noticed you too." That's what she says. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's Love good. That. That's really good. That's, that's good. Good. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And then if he gets the reference, then yeah. he's a keeper. That's great. Then oh, yeah. definitely yeah. keeper for sure. Yeah. Love that. But I uh, I think, yeah, keep it super playful. And that way, <laughs> if it if it doesn't go over well or if it isn't received, you can kind of be like, I, I don't know. Like, like if you're not taking yourself too seriously, then it's not mm-hmm. it's not doesn't hurt so much when they're like mm, not picking yeah. up what you're putting down at all. And then you might mm. find that you're not being clear enough, and that's fine too. And then you just have to try something else. But I I'm like when I tech when I'm starting those conversations, I like this is not just like an off the cuff text. This is something that like I'll type and then I'll read and I'll say it out loud and I'll be like, oh no, I can't say that. And then you know. It just it does it takes a while to get a groove. You just kind of have to spend some time practicing. Um, mm. What yeah. what sounds both natural and like a little edgy. I can say ed- things in text that I would not ever feel super comfortable saying out loud. But right. goes over anytime I've ever said something in text that I wouldn't say it out loud. The response is always like, "Holy fuck, that's hot as shit." Right, right, up. yeah. Like yeah. taking the leap of faith is is it? I I agree with you on that one. Like sometimes just taking a leap of faith and saying something that you that you make this face like right as you press send, you go, you know, like if you feel that, there's a good chance like you're gonna, that yeah. something's gonna come back that's gonna that's gonna really pay off. I I yeah, I think that's I think that's <laughs> good. I I'm, I mean like I for me, 
I'm I I love sexting and I and I have I've done it. I feel like I've done it like quite a bit. And my, my like the the way I've always initiated it. I'm not good at initiating it, but I'm always I, I feel like I have a really good knack for for um for like finding finding our way to the the to the the territory where it feels natural to, for that to be the next thing that comes up, right? So it's like like as soon as you as soon as you start talking about as soon as you get to the topic of sex and it could even be like just like like um like very light sex talk. You know, it doesn't have to be like like deep you know, like talking about like hey, what like how do you, what's your what's your favorite position? Like n- nothing like that. But like even just talking about your own body or like or you know, what have you. Um once once that topic comes up, I, I feel like it's kind of easy to be like, all right, well let's let's see how far the how far the conversation can go on this one topic. You know, it's like get get yeah. get in line with the topic or like within the realm of like in that lane, no matter how wide that lane is, and then slowly narrow it down until <laughs> you start getting into like the stuff where you're like, uh yeah, I'll show I'll show you mine if you show me yours, kind of thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah, I like the idea. That's a good like analogy. Like start with like what did you say? Like narrow it down. Yeah, like, just get I in the that. lane and then narrow that lane yeah. down into, you know, into a place where it's like, okay, well, th- now we just got to take our clothes off, I guess. See, like I'm not as good at the sexting thing. I feel like I just need to hit you up to like write me some sex in the future because I, that is not my strong, I'd rather just be like on FaceTime, like, but then that also is maybe my issue with like hiding behind the whole like body language thing and like, Mm. whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Sex seems fun. Like all the times I've done it, it's dope. But then also like, I don't know if I'm doing it wrong, but like have it when you're like in, in the moment and you're like masturbating with this person, but you're like texting it out the time it takes oh to like send the text, then you like lose it and you're like, fuck, like how does that, you know what I mean? How do I, you, I don't do that. I honestly, like if I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to get myself off, it's either, it's one of two things I've read enough and seen enough, you know, or just, or just read enough or I've seen right. enough where I'm like, okay, cool. I can take this into my mind and I'm going to go. Right. Squeeze one out. But then or, are you just leaving this person on red well, and they're well, like, well, uh-huh. I mean, I think at that point, it's like, I hope you're doing the same thing to like, we both right. need to, we both now need to branch off and like finish this. Yeah. Or, or the next step is just like, yo, did, like, are we hopping on, are we hopping on FaceTime yeah. to yeah. like, to make this happen or what? I mean, it, and that's, that's like strictly COVID speaking, you know, like that's, that's COVID time. I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, it's like the COVID era of sex now, (laughs) you know, it's like you get to a point where it's like, okay, are we going to like, let's just, let's just do this over FaceTime. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It just Um, made me think of how, how many times I've had, I've been trying to multitask and do both things like continue the conversation. And, and I just, it's in like today's day of like cleaning all of your keyboards and your hands (laughs) and your phone. (laughs) I'm just thinking about all this shit that's. Yeah. Anyway, it's all the cum that's <laughs> all the cum that's on cell phones. Yeah. yeah. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But I mean, I have like, I have, um, I have, I have 
notes, like in my in my notes folder on my phone. Like I have long, like like sixteen paragraph scenarios written out from past sex ex- like exchanges oh. that I've had. Oh, yeah. where that that I've re- I'm like okay, I'm gonna write a novel a novelletta not novella. I'm gonna write a novella a novelletta. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm gonna write a novella of sext. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to this person, and Mark. and then when it like when it works and it was like oh the fuck that felt really good I'll like take that and it's like keep it locked away and be like you're oh, like highlight bring, for next maybe time. I'll yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll bring this out you know someday down the road uh, you're just following a script in every sext it's your own script <laughs> yeah, and you just yeah, do, yeah yeah and you're yeah, like totally. I don't know why you're not picking up my cues but I'm just gonna forge through with my script <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like Here, yeah, yeah. Gonna... What, what you just said does not actually lead <laughs> yeah, to the next scene properly. But we're going there anyway. I'm just I'm narrowing down that lane. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, uh, well, Haley, I hope that uh, hope that helps your uh, your your situation there. And and actually, Haley, follow up with us. Like, let us know if you end up taking that route because uh, I wanna I wanna I wanna hear how that goes for you. That would be really great to know. And if you haven't joined our Patreon yet, we're gonna be in in. Um, Fitting in a new uh, tier a level, new tier? yeah, uh, ghost, specifically sex ghost writing tier. You got it. Stealing <laughs> my punchline since 2011. Oh, get off it! <laughs> Fuck off. Um, well, this has been uh, Taylor. This has been really, really fun, um, and it's been it's been a, a, an absolute treat to to chat with you. Um, how can our listeners follow what you're up to? How can our listeners hear your music? Uh, tell them tell them where to go. Yeah, I mean, anywhere, like Spotify, Instagram, anywhere. It's just Upsall Music. Weird spelling, but it's U-P-S-A-H-L. But yeah, thank you for having me. This has been so, like, I have always considered myself, like, a sexual person, obviously. And, like, this song coming out has made me, has forced me to, like, talk about sex more openly. And, like, I'm learning so much like just from this past hour with you guys like I feel so fucking like inspired and empowered to like get back to LA when the world is back to normal and like I'm going off so thank you guys seriously (laughs) sweet yeah well it was really (laughs) it was really fun to have you um yeah uh and and thank you all uh for listening we hope you enjoyed it um we will be back next week as we always are with another wonderful conversation um, but in the meantime, if you want to support the podcast, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating or a review, um, which is really important. Kind of keeps us on the iTunes charts there, which is like the billboard charts for podcasts. Um, you can also follow the podcast on Spotify because, um, you know, Spotify is fucking cool. And who doesn't have a Spotify account now? Uh, and if you want to support the podcast uh, in other ways, you can do that through Patreon, like Brady said earlier www.patreon.com slash turn me on where there's some exclusive content there and who knows maybe we'll start uh, writing your sex for you if you want to be a guest on the show or if you have a brain boner you'd like us to ask and share with our guests then you uh, can reach out to us at um, turn me on podcast at gmail.com or through our website at turn me on podcast.com and uh, at turn me on podcast on instagram we've been posting people's asses on there every sunday since it started so if you want your butt anonymously posted to the world we will do it for you uh, at Termion on podcast on Instagram that is it for this week until next week go fuck yourself fast until we die
four, five, six on my mind.